This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back to Trot's Life and a very special chat. A couple of justices, John and Eva Justice, join us from Queensland. Firstly, John, how are you today and how exactly whereabouts are you in Queensland? We're, uh, we're actually not in Queensland, we're in New South Wales. Oh, yeah, but, well, there uh, you little, go. little place called Sleepy Hollow, about um, 30 k's out of, um, out of uh, from um, the Gold Coast. And John has uh, ever really taken to the sleepy part of it as uh, she's having a few weeks off up there? She has actually. It's been a bit <laughs> hard to get out of bed a couple of mornings, but she was pretty good today. <laughs> now, Eva, uh, you can return serve here to John. Uh, has he been taking the sleepy part of Sleepy Hollow pretty seriously whilst he's been up there? Um, he hasn't been too bad really, but today was a bit of a struggle because we had to be out here a bit earlier, so I was on his back this morning. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, <laughs> into the minions and ever tell us, you weren't even around. You wouldn't even been alive for Shaker Maker, I suppose. No, you wouldn't have been. So, what do they mean to you as a young person coming through the sport? And is it just the stories you've heard and a few of the runners your dad's over had over recent years? Um, yeah, no, I definitely wasn't alive for Shaker Maker, but. <laughs> More and more every year, I realise <laughs> I realise how much it really means, and it's just special to be a part of it. I think even in 2018, we had I think Hickstead in it, and even that was just special, and it's really exciting to be a part of. And this year's especially exciting being up in Queensland. John, unfortunately for me, I even remember Lennon <laughs> going around in Into the Minion series, and. He was probably a horse that really changed some things for you, I suppose. Tell us a bit about Lennon, and, and I know he ran third over in New Zealand and he didn't exactly win it, but he must have been a big change in your career and your path. Well, he, he was because he introduced me to um, Carol and um, Danny Watson, and um, they were a big uh, driving force to actually for me to move to Victoria. And uh, so, so Lennon, in his own way... Um, did uh, did change my um, whole career. I could have still been in South Australia. I had had a couple of horses for Danny and Carol that weren't quite good enough for Victoria. Yeah. And uh, one Sunday morning, Danny got me out of bed, and he the phone rang, and he he said, "Oh, do you want Lennon?" And I said, "He's too good to come to South Australia. What are you sending him over here for? And what are you sending me for?" He said, "Well, you're the only trainer in Australia that hasn't rang up and asked for him." <laughs> and basically, that's how I got him. <laughs> oh well, that that pays to be patient. So then. So then he was a big catalyst for you then to come to Victoria eventually because your career changed trajectory? Yeah, it was because Lennon, when I moved, I was, I'd been in Victoria for, what, two two months and he won the Dallo Cup for me. So basically he got he got me, me my name up in lights pretty quick and, um, of course, then the other horses, extra new new horses kept coming in and with that, uh, the, the you know, it kicks you off, gives you a kick start. Does he regale you ever... Does he ever regale... It's hard to say ever in a sentence when I'm talking to you, ever, unfortunately. It gets confusing for me. Does he regale you with some of these old Lennon stories? Do you hear him, or, or does John sort of keep keep those sort of... He doesn't go into those old stories. 
No, we hear about it quite often, and anytime someone new comes over, he has to show them all the photos on the wall. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not forgotten about. <laughs> oh, very good. I wouldn't forget about them either. And then, John, the whole Shaker Maker safe and sound era, that it, it was pretty special for you that period of time. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it was a bit of a dream, really. I mean, because, you know, didn't do anything special, but they were just always there. Uh, every year we'd, we'd head north to Queensland for three or four years in a row because uh, that's where the Grand Circuit would start. And, um, yeah, basically it was, um, yeah, it was just fantastic. I kept pinching myself every morning when I woke up. To win an Inter-Dominion, now looking back on it, you probably didn't really take it in at the time as well as you would now reflecting on it. Well, now, yeah, you can we just see how hard it is now to, to get a horse to the series. And we were lucky enough. We could have quite easily have won three with um, mm. with Shaker Maker. And uh, he won one and ran second in another. And Safe and Sound won the consolation up here in Queensland one year. So, you know, that was just, it was just a great time. It certainly was. And he was a great horse, Safe and Sound, wasn't he? I know he was in Shaker Maker's shadow. But he, he just to make two Inter-Dominion finals, you sort of forget how special that is just for him and himself, you know. That's right. That's right. He made, uh, yeah, because he made the Victorian one and he made the Sydney final. So he didn't quite make the Brisbane one in between. But um, you're right, he's a great horse. And um, he's still alive, still kicking. He's be 31 this year, I think. He's getting pretty old, but uh, he's still getting about all right. He certainly is. Now, Saturday night, uh, you've got one runner in the final, Mufasa Metro. And for some reason, you do like drawing barrier one in Inter-Dominion finals with this horse, John. Well, if I could draw Barry one with all of them, every time I get in, I'd be pretty happy. But yeah, he's he's been lucky. He's drawn Barry one two years in a row. Um, uh, good on Laurie, um, Lawrence Gary. He uh, went up and picked the number up, and I said there was a bit of I did, I wasn't there, but I saw there was a bit of debate on which number, and they they decided to pick that one up and pick that trophy up, and then there was number one. So we're very happy. I'm sure Mark and the whole family are just wrapped. Where were you? You weren't playing golf, were you? No, no, I'm, I was working. I'm, I'm, I'm not on a holiday. It might be business. Ever, did you go to the barrier draw? No, I didn't go. I couldn't get there. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. You, you were made to work too, were you? Yep, yep. Oh, very <laughs> not good. Not on holidays. So, Ever, what, what are the tactics from Barrier One? What do you think? What is your opinion on Mufasa Metro? Does he hold up and hold hold out the funny face, majestic Lavros, and then hand up to Just Believe? Is that what you would do? Um, I don't know. I think I'd have to leave it up to the driver and then tell him after the race what he should have done differently. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's why yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what he's going to do. <laughs> that's why I'm asking you to put it on record right now. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great answer, actually. Because <laughs> that is that what happens, John? What in the race? No, is that what happens? That um, whatever you do will be the wrong thing, according to the stable hand there. Not really. I mean, it, it, there might might cop some criticism if I don't win, but you know, um, I think she's starting to understand now, uh, being a driver herself, that uh, mm. when you're out there, you know, you've got to you've got split seconds, split make split decisions in seconds and. Um, Sometimes they're not all the right, always the right ones. Sometimes you might make the wrong one, but it will pay off, and vice versa. So, really, um, it's just we just got to see what happens when the mobile goes, when the mobile takes off. But if I'd say from that barrier draw, he's a year older. Um, I certainly wouldn't be handing up in a hurry. I'd be wanting to hold the lead with him this year. I think. 
he's been a fantastic horse since he got here, really. He's only finished out of the top four on three occasions, and on those occasions, he drew gate seven on two of them and outside second row on the other one. He's just been so consistent, hasn't he? He has, and... Uh I actually think he's a really good stayer, and I probably because he was he only we got him as a three-year-old, and like you know, he sort of had to take on the really good horses all the time. I was probably driving more as a sit sprinter, but I, I really think that he is actually a really good stayer. And um, as he gets older, I think that'll come to the fore. Um, you know, so I've, no, I've what I have found with Mufasa when he does lead, he's very hard horse to get past. Yes, he is. Uh... And what what's your role ever going to be on the night? Are you going to be there scrapping? Are you going to make him look a million dollars? Or will you be there uh, to enjoy yourself? Oh, a bit of everything, I think. We'll have to strap him. Um, definitely be down there after if he runs in the top three. I'll be very happy with that. Um, but, yeah, no, I think all of it. Going to definitely enjoy it and strap him as well. So it'll be good. <laughs> Hell of a goes around in the consolation, John, and oh, like he drew three in that first round of heats. But he's had a couple of back row draws, which have made it hard. But it's probably easier in the consolation for him than it would have been in the final. Yeah, it, it, look, he didn't have a great trip. He didn't handle the trip very well. Yeah, okay. Um, and he wasn't right when on the first night. Uh, but as the as the weeks have progressed, he's certainly improved a lot. His work was fantastic yesterday on the beach. He could he felt a million dollars. He, he couldn't have gone any better. So, yeah, it's unfortunate we've drawn a bit awkward in the barrier draw, but hopefully he'll be running on at the um, at the business end. And you know, we know that he's got enough ability to certainly match it with all the horses in the consolation. It's just, uh, I guess, it's just a, a matter of if he gets the right run and he doesn't get any bad luck. It's funny because from the outside, for me, he looks like such a hardy horse that he's always so consistent. But then you say he didn't travel up well. Was that unexpected? Well, it was his first really long trip. It, like, it took yeah. two days. Um, yeah, yeah. And it, he missed a fair bit of work. So, you know, it was a bit unexpected. I did think he'd probably go a little bit better than what he did. But, um, hmm. you know, um, but, um, I know for next time how to train him to get him right. I think I was maybe it was a bit too easy on him and he was a bit underdone. Ever have you been working him on the beach as well? What's that like? Yeah, we went down yesterday. We took them both, and it was um, it was very fun. I've never done it before, so I'd like to do it again one day. And I, yeah, no, it was a really good experience. How, how do you judge what speed you're going, Ever, when you're on the beach? Is is that just and then how far you're working? Because you're not doing going around a thousand meter track. Well, we went out the day before and we marked um a mile and a half. Yeah. So we had marker pegs, but then walking back, it seemed like a really long way when you're going in a straight line. <laughs> yeah, it certainly would. And then when they work in a straight line, and like there's, there used to be a straight track like that at Charlton, you, you people say you can overwork them because you go a bit too fast? Yeah, you can definitely go quicker um, with them, which we probably went quicker than usual, but it, they did it very like they did it very easily, so it didn't take anything out of them at all. At the end, they were still hard held, so they did it very easily, and it was just really good. Is that something you, you've always done, John? Have you stayed there regularly and taken them down to the beach like that when you've gone up there over the years? No, I uh, I've, I've pulled on caught on the experience of an old master on working them on the beach and. Uh, 
he uh, he's sort of uh, give me a bit of guidance. Uh, I'm talking about Vic Frost, by the way, yeah. the Dominion legend. Yeah. So he he sort of basically told me how to work them and pinned it all out. So I think we've been guided pretty well. Has he still got? Has he still got the counter thing? He had. He worked out this contraption in 1992 that he attached to the sulky wheel and every time it turned around he knew they went a meter and he counted the clicks or something as he went so he knew how far it was he didn't have he didn't produce that old contraption did he no he didn't but i've heard about it yeah Yeah. i did hear about the clicker yeah yeah but no no um, we had a wheel and we had a wheel and we we've marched it all out along the beach so we had a good workout the day before we worked the horses working walking a mile and a half and it seemed a long way, I tell you that. And we marked each, and we put a bag on a tree, so we knew where the 800 and the 400 and everything were. So you know, um, and I was a little bit worried about working them too hard, but I, I, the way they've pulled up and everything else, I think that um, I think the work was just right, just enough for them. You didn't find out where he stayed when he was in Victoria. Is he still keeping that a secret, Vic? <laughs> no, no, he told us it was a it was a beach over in. Um, when you say near Gippsland somewhere, a big long beach here. Yeah, ever it was famous at the time because no one could track him down, no one could find him. There's no mobile phones or anything, and it was this mystery as to where he was staying. Uh, Westburn Green. He didn't win a heat. He ran placings in all three, and he won the final ever, which is uh, something that can happen. And a horse like Mufasa Metro might be able to replicate that, which would be a huge well, thrill, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, it just seems to be logical. Look where we're staying, at Vic's place. <laughs> yeah, very, very good. John, <laughs> ever best of luck on Saturday night. And it's a pretty special thing you guys are doing. I don't know if you, you stop and think about it, to spend time as a father and daughter and to be walking out on the beach for a mile and a half and marking things out and walking back together at their precious memories and, and things you'll remember together forever uh, doing together. And I reckon it's wonderful. Yeah, you're right about that, Toby, that's for sure. Eva, thank you so much. Thanks, Toby.